Welcome to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. I'm Aubrey. I'm Jordan. And this is Gray. And we are the Andersons. Thank you so much for continuing to support our podcast here on YouTube. And we're just so thankful that you're on here and you're joining in on the conversation with us. We really hope and pray that this encourages you and inspires you to draw closer to our Lord and that you have an awesome time chatting with us. Hey, everybody. What's going on? <laughs> I feel like I always have to be the first one to be like, hey, everybody. It's always yeah, that really beginning. Well. Hey. Hey. I'm just we'll excited go. to be here, people. And yeah. I'm also excited to be in Franklin, Tennessee. Hey. Coming, coming live. Okay, well, it's not live. Actually. Well, for us yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. But we're in Franklin, Tennessee. And we have Zach and April yeah. back again. How long has it been since y'all were on, on the... Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Wow, has it been since Christmas? Yes. Yep. So December wow. of 2020. Yeah, like just moved into your house, and yeah. y'all were yeah. like our first mm-hmm. interview with other yeah. humans. Yeah, we sure were. <laughs> video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, video. Yeah, that's that was right. Fun. Yep. It was and so look how awesome. far we've come. I'm yeah. Just <laughs> now we're in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's awesome. So for for you guys that are checking us out today, we just got done with the Infusion Bible Conference, yeah. where we've been learning not only the Bible but learning how to put it in context of when Paul wrote the letters to the churches, it puts it into context when you understand Roman life, you Mm -hmm. understand what Paul was dealing with on a daily basis. And so that's what we just got through learning over the last couple of days. And it's a huge brain dump. (laughs) And so we're bringing Zach and April on here because we want an extra perspective on how important it is to have context Mm -hmm. when you're reading the scriptures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what is like... Okay, when was the the moment, because it kind of happened for Aubrey and I through you guys, honestly, with the context of the scripture and yeah. like even the lenses, because uh, Brad being this, what have you, you've been his assistant for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So you've seen that firsthand and like gotten to learn some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so with us, with the context thing, we're like, wow, it's been, what for me, like 28 years uh, of not really reading <laughs> the Bible in context yeah. Yeah. and how important it is too. So like, do you remember that moment whenever you kind of had that? Wow, there's so much more to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'll let you share yours because I know yours was before mine um, with like Piper. And oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But like, yeah. Um, so for me, because I grew up in church my whole life and loved like everything, never had any reason to question any of it. You know, like what was going on. Um, but then it was actually Zach was the first person to kind of press me, mm-hmm. and uh, it was on tithing. Because I remember, like, I was super upset with him because he just had made a, a bad decision with some money that month, and I was upset because we hadn't tithed yet. Well, she's like, mad. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're not going to be able to tithe. Yeah. And Zach's like, "That's not even a commandment." And I was just like, and I remember when he said that, I was like, I, I paused for a moment, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I actually don't believe that either. I believe mm-hmm. it's more like a covenant. I was like, but I was treating it like it was a commandment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was so livid, you know, like mm. that I couldn't give my tithe. And so that was the first time the Lord started kind of working on me. And that was what was, that was like in 2015, 16, 14, 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2014. 2014. And then so from there, the Lord took us into pastoral roles Mm -hmm. and just, you start, he starts revealing things to you little by little Mm -hmm. um, of like, you know, hearing a scripture, hearing a sermon, they're saying scripture says this, but then you go to the text and it's Mm. like, I don't think I'm not. Yeah. You're like, uh, I don't no. think it says this. Right. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then also too, you start questioning, like, why are there so many different interpretations of this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's the word of God, 
why are we trying to change the way it's said? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's very arrogant of us wow. to think that, like, we can make it sound better than it mm. already is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, or we can make it better for people to understand. Right. It's like, nah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, um, so I don't know if I really just had, like, a one-click moment. But I will say that me getting connected with walking in the text and Brad Gray and the Infusion Bible Conference, that it's was totally a God thing because... Yeah, it's been huge. So I started working mm-hmm. in with him in January of 2019. Mm-hmm. And January, we always pray for like a word for the year from the Lord to really focus on and just mm-hmm. kind of dive into. And so our word for that year was renewal. Yeah. And it was wow. like, you know, so the scripture, do not be transformed. Be yes. transformed other than of your yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. And the Lord told me, he was like, um, I'm going to renew your mind through scripture. So he told me, oh. he's like, stop. This was before I met Brad too. He was like, stop listening to other people's sermons and just mm. read. Yes. And so even before yeah. we met Brad, the Lord was like, I was reading something and the Lord would tell me. And I was like, that's never what I've been taught ever. So then, so he was, so he was already working on that with me. Bringing Brad and walking the text into the picture was just confirmation because mm-hmm. like everything the Lord had already been telling me about scripture stuff I was reading. Then I find Brad and he's confirming everything I've been hearing from the Lord. Do you know what I mean about wow. the text? Yes, yeah. yes. And so that's just why it was so it was so much better. I, was, I think it's better to experience it with the Lord first and then let someone exactly. come, you know along. So, wow. so that was really mine. Yours yeah. is more interesting, I feel like. Yeah, mine is incredibly interesting. Uh, <laughs> Tell us so, more. <laughs> uh, so my, my journey actually, it, it started um, back in like 2010, actually. So I, I was, you know, uh, I just met Jesus. Uh, you know, Jesus had saved me. And so, you know, I I grew up listening to certain pastors, like certain, you know, certain like de- denominational pastors, not necessarily even understanding what what a real denomination was, you know. So I I grew up Baptist, but you know, didn't really know what that meant, right? Yeah. And so I I I I quickly realized, man, I'm only listening to Baptist, you know, uh, pastors or, or teachers, right? And so I I was then introduced to to teachers like Francis Chan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and like like John Piper. This was in 2010, and I swiftly realized how different their teaching was from the certain teaching that I grew up listening to. And mm. so, you know, just as a as a brand new believer, I had nobody to actually walk with me, you know, to, to disciple me. It's just me and, and Jesus, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm just re- reading the, the text, listening to all these sermons. And like, I found myself getting incredibly confused of like, okay, you know, there, there has to be one truth. Is Jesus, if Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, like there, there has to be something that is it's right, you know what I mean? Like, why? Why is there? Why? Yeah. Like, why yeah. is it? You know, pros- prosperity over here, but then it's like works. You know, over here. And so, anyway, so that that started me on this on this journey of like, of just trying to not so much know like, um, I'm trying to think how to put this. Not so much know to be right, but know mm. t- so that I can obey correctly. Mm, and yeah. so, um, so yeah, so that, like I said, that, that started just a bunch of different questions about, you know, the, the American you know, church system. Um, and then mainly the text in general of like, okay, like what, you know, what, what is, what even is the Bible? Like I said, nobody ever actually taught me, you know what I mean? So I just, just started this journey. And then, um, April and I got married in 20, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And so from, from there, you know, just, just can continue to be on this journey. And then with uh, with Brad Gray welcome the text, you know, I, I kind of realized even more so. I man, I'm like, we're not alone in this in this thought process. Like, oh man, like right? this this is encouraging that yeah. there are actual like known teachers who are traveling the world mm-hmm. teaching this this um, this doctrine. It's, it's not so much a doctrine, but you know, te- teaching this this way. Yeah, yeah this way of yeah. like, yeah. hey, you know, you you need to study 
the the Bible in its in its original context, like with its Jewish roots, you know, with its you know Greek and then Roman, you know, history in mind. And so, yeah, that's kind of yeah. I feel like it was um, at first we felt really crazy, you know, like because the Lord's yeah. telling you all this stuff, pretty much opposite of what your Sunday morning pastor teaching yep. you, and you're like dang, what's wrong with me? Oh, yeah. You start to question, like, is this the devil? Like, what's happening, you know? Um, and yeah. so, but this is why I truly believe this, is that, like, you can only get this through revelation of Holy Spirit. Oh, well, that's good. You yeah. know? And I so, agree. like, we can sit here and tell people you need to read in context, but you're, I feel like it's something you can't buy into yeah. without yep. Holy Spirit. Yep. I just yeah. really believe that. It's so true, because I think, actually, if you try to do context without the following of the Holy Spirit, it actually will get legalistic and you'll get real judgy and That's really mad right. maybe so at a lot true. of yeah. different yeah. teachings. And then like all of a sudden you become like, you know, puffed Potty. up. And you then know, guess I what? Everything. Yeah. And then guess what? <laughs> now, now you're a Pharisee. Well, like, oh, know. I know everything now. Yeah. So now let me put these. Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Exactly right. So. Yeah. Well, and so Zach, you're exactly actually the right. one that introduced me to Dr. Randall Smith's one yes. hour, one book yes. also. So if you guys are listening to this oh and you, you want a, a, yes. just a small glimpse of what we're talking about, uh, he does YouTube. It's, is it the channel called that or is that yeah, just yeah, the videos? It's, okay. it's the YouTube it's channel. one hour, yeah. one book.com. Yeah. Okay. One hour, okay. one book. Dot com. And basically spell it out like O N E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. O N E. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he goes in there and under an hour, he goes through every book of the Bible and just gives you like context, and gives yeah. you everything. Like this is what the writer was going through. This is what, you know, and it, and it helps you understand so much more about what you're reading. Yeah. Mm. And, and it helps you study it and mm-hmm. become right. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. Exactly. You're studying not only just the words, but you're studying the history of it. You're studying the person exactly. who God was using to write that yep. as well. And so, like, we wanted to come on today in this podcast and and kind of just scratch the surface of of what a little bit of what we learned over the last couple of days. And I wanted to start in Philippians chapter three. Yeah. And Paul is is writing here, and and he says, "Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing that I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead." I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. That's in Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. And a little bit of what we learned in the conference was understanding the imagery of Paul. Yes. Paul was genius in, in, in sculpting these letters because he, he perfectly formed all of these images, all of these things that he was writing to the Greco-Roman world because they all understood the Olympics. They all understood chariot races Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And so whenever he's talking in there about straining forward, for anybody that's ever ran track, what happens when you get to the finish line? You you lean, Lean you see all the runners in the Olympics, they're all Mm -hmm. leaning, trying to be the first one Mm -hmm. across the line. And so when you understand what Paul was trying to say, and you understand you understand the audience that he's trying to reach. It brings a whole new understanding, a whole new realm to yeah. what he's trying to say. Yeah, and so I think that that it's it's important to to understand all of these things that that we that we learn and that we're moving toward. But but what what else from that is just really striking 
all of you guys. Well, okay. Another thing about the chariot races is that actually you were so tied, like you actually tied the reins of the horses around you. Mm. And so it, they were so in tune with you that even if you turn to the right or to the left, does it sound like scripture? <laughs> you it will mess with the move of the horses. So yeah. you couldn't look from the right or to the left, especially yeah. if you wanted to win and also if you didn't want to die. And so <laughs> yeah. I just think that's so interesting too because so often we get caught up looking to the right. Look at the, wait, yeah. what are they doing? Exactly. Why is God doing this in their life? I'm way better than yeah. them in yes. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And thinking like that. Mm. So that's something that really stuck out there for, for me too, like with the whole visual of the Roman world mm. and how they and did, did that. It, and did it say that they had to lean back or something like what was the leaning oh for? do you see anything I oh it said lean back. yeah 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 I, I wrote that in my notes because it was it was like when when you're you know you're pulling against kind of the reins and you're leaning back because okay. those horses are stronger than a, a person mm -hmm. and so you have the you have the the reins wrapped around you first and foremost and then you know you have to lean back against it like kind of like water skiing mm -hmm. yeah. you know yeah. and yeah. and the yeah. the boat is obviously stronger than you so you're leaning back yeah. on it and um paul gives the image in the chariot race about not looking behind at where the mm -hmm. other racers are because you're already leaning back and so if you turn to look you're pulling back on the reins, therefore slowing down your horses mm -hmm. yeah. and letting everyone else that's behind you catch up or pass you. For sure. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what—that's the imagery that he's using when, he, when it comes to us as followers of Christ mm -hmm. about not looking behind us and not looking to the left and the right of, oh, well, what's, what's God doing in their life? Mm -hmm. That's not fair. You know, mm -hmm. he needs to be doing that for me. Exactly. Paul's saying, run your own race. Um, what's the, what's the guy's name? Usain Bolt is the only person I've ever seen that can win a race looking yeah. at where the other <laughs> racers and are. Then, and then smiling. Yeah. And then it. smiling, oh which is yeah. like, it's so mean, man. Like I can't even imagine running with him being like this guy. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, but, but what I'm saying, you, you don't see in the Olympics mm -hmm. running, you don't see those other runners turning and looking, yeah, they just they're looking sprinting for yeah. the line that lies ahead, which is what Paul is talking about in his spiritual journey. And let's not forget Philippians is, is being written when, you know, Paul knows that his end is coming. Yeah. 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 You know, and exactly even right. in second Timothy, Paul goes on to say, I charge you to like, run the race mm -hmm. set set in front of you keep the faith yeah. you know yeah. and so it's a it's an imagery there that says he's basically saying timothy don't look at what everybody else is doing yeah. do what i've trained you to do do what i've discipled you to do yeah. and run the race exactly right yeah. and so I, so I think good, that man. that what having that imagery and studying the context of the greco-roman games and understanding that the people of Greece and Rome loved the chariot races. They loved mm -hmm. the, the Colosseum atmosphere. Mm -hmm. They right. fed off of it. And so Paul is basically taking what was in their everyday life. And instead of pointing it to Caesar, he points it to Christ. Yeah, exactly. And it completely transformed mm -hmm. the region. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where else to go with that. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> no, I yeah. love the... I love that imagery of the leaning back because I feel like that's so spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. That like, because you're taking on, like you said, this thing that's heavier than you that you cannot manage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, and it makes me think of the lean, like we always sing that song, Lean Back by City. Who is it uh, by? Capital City? Yeah, Capital City, yeah. And uh, it says, lean back in the loving arms of the Father. And so it just mm. makes me think of that. It's like, yeah, I like I have this thing I have to take on. And if I just lean back, mm -hmm. like that's what's going to help me support through mm -hmm. this. And, and it, 
to me, it goes to like this common theme that we've all been talking about with our group is um, abiding. Like it's yeah. just like, I just, you know, mm. I'm just chilling, you know, like, cause yeah. I, I, I truly believe that, that this running the race and, um, not looking to the right or left and just, you know, and leaning back, like that's just being with the Lord, that's you it. know, yeah. cause mm. if you're with him, you're not concerned what everyone else is doing because yeah. yeah. you're happy, you're content, you're, yeah. you're not expecting, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and honestly, more than anything, you want to champion other people because mm-hmm. you're so content and so satisfied in the Lord and just the abiding in him mm-hmm. that you're able to run your race and not just run your race, but now you're able to bring others along with you yeah. on your race yeah. and champion them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I loved about when I read that about the lean back. I was mm-hmm. like, man, that is so spiritual. Yeah. And yeah. man, no, that's good. Um, so yeah, so kind of something that, that I got and I, I kind of want to. I want to turn this around on you guys. So like, so so. That's that's not allowed. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, this is his show. Th- this is his show. But, but I want to because because you you know you guys bring so much wisdom um, as as well. So I'm I'm curious. You know, so for for somebody that 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 has you know no idea what you know like why can't I look you know why can't I look around you know why can't I look back you know and obviously you, you explain that but but that's that's like ancient times so what is what are things in our culture today that they should not be and actual practical things you know what I mean like that, that mm. they should not be you know looking you know to the to the left or right at like actual physical things like you know just yeah I'm curious what, yeah. what are those things I, I just keep like being face to face with the father when you're face to face with the father and he's all you see mm-hmm. yeah it's it's literally like i don't want to be anywhere else and if you're at that place it actually reminds me too of the the quote that you sent the group today yes um how did you it, deserve it you're yes not ready to steward it. yes if mm. you think you deserve it you're not ready to steward it and why and i stepped back and i was like why would someone feel like they deserve it because they're looking around Ooh. and they look better than what everybody else so i deserve this but if you're looking at the father i promise you you ain't gonna say you deserve it wow. <laughs> so, wow. like when you look at perfection in the face you're wow. like woe is me wow that's all I gotta so, say about that. Yeah, and so like, so therefore, it it puts you on this lower level of like, yeah. man, yeah. God, like I'm I'm grateful for the, whatever you give me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. wow, well, that's that's good. You I know, like the the first the, the first thing that that popped into my head was when when Peter walked on the water. As mm-hmm. soon as he looked at the wind and the waves, yes. which mm-hmm. when I say wind and waves, I always think left and right. Yeah. You know, like we always say, don't look to the left. You know, don't look at the wind and the waves over here. And yeah. like, as long as he kept his eyes on Christ, he was able to defy. Mm-hmm the laws of science and he was able to walk on water. Yeah. And you know, there, there's also the, the passage too where the disciples are sitting there talking to Jesus and, and Jesus is basically telling Peter and the others what's going to happen in their lives. Yeah. And what does Peter say? Peter says, well, what about him? Mm-hmm. And says, what about John? And, or the, the, uh, the one in whom Jesus loved, exactly. let's say John it like likes that. To be because that. Yeah, John liked to call himself that. Mm-hmm. But, He's like, he points to him and he says, well, what about him? And Jesus says, if I want him to live until I return, then that's what will happen. Exactly. And, and so it, it, it's a constant back and forth of Jesus through the disciples trying to teach us, if you'll keep your eyes on me, I'll have you walk on water. I'll have you defy what the world says that you can't do and the things that those around you... Um, though, you know, cause there's people that are going to champion you and there's people that are going to try to tear you down. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just the way things are. Yeah. 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 And so, and, but Jesus 
also gives the statement, if you think, if you're looking at somebody else and you're getting jealous or envious of what they have, which happens to me quite a bit. I mean, I think you guys doing music together and just rocking it the way that I have to like guard that hardcore. Like I'm like, Lord, you should have given me a voice (laughs) so I could sing with Zach and April and I I should be a cool musician and I'm not. But you know what I'm saying? It's just the the simple thing. Jesus goes back and he says, if you want to lead, you must first serve. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And so maybe you guys have that gifting or maybe somebody else is being elevated around you. How can you serve them mm-hmm. so right. that when your time, yeah. you know, when when you learn to serve, then Jesus will put you in a position to lead. That's wow. Good. Wow. And that's that's, good, that's always been the model. Servant leadership. Yeah, I think good. I think in the church and, and in the corporate world, we, we preach leadership. And it's like, you you know, you have to set yourself apart. You have to do things that are going to make, you know, you got to stay busy. You got to be a hard worker. You got to be, and I'm not saying that you don't have to work hard, but I would rather say it. You have to serve hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because if you can learn to serve, then you will be elevated. And most of the time, when you have humility, you don't realize you're being elevated. Yeah. Exactly. And what's funny about leadership is it's like it's today it's almost presented as this idea of like domination mm. or adoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And literally leadership I feel like if you really truly know what leadership is, you would not want it because it's it's more responsibility. It's you're more sacrifice. It's yeah, you're surrendering yeah. your like for others yes. and mm. and I feel like you can, the best leaders are always the best followers, right? But you have, how do you know you're a, follow, a good follower until you've been one, you know? Exactly. But I was just thinking, um, you know, so we're talking about the race and I was like, I feel like a big part of the problem of why we keep looking to the left and right or why we don't press in like how Paul did is because I really feel like sometimes we're just running the wrong race. Mm. You know, like a lot of times we can be running a race that, is a selfish desire more than like a desire from the Lord. Wow. Um, yeah. We can be running a race that even someone else put on. Like we've talked about that, like with you, right? Like, because like just, you know, everything you've gone through and like the, like the, this testimony and story you have, the possibility of people seeing that and being like, I want to grab onto that. So I'm going to tell him mm-hmm. all this stuff to try to manipulate him to come with me or, you know, mm-hmm. just anything, you know, like it could yeah. be, it could be so many things. And so I feel like if we were running the correct race, which is selfless, you know, selfishness, selflessness and just pursuit of the Lord. And it makes me think of that song. Do you remember that? It's like super old that this, the single minded wholehearted. And it says hmm. all of life comes down to just one thing and that's to know you. Oh yes. Mm. And yes. To make you known. But here's my question. Mm. You, you cannot do the make you known until you know him. Mm. And I think that's a big problem that's we're good. facing today is, People think they know him and they don't. And the problem is because of this issue of biblical context. We're preaching a Jesus that's not even in scripture. We're preaching a father that's not even in scripture. Right. And so how then am I to get other people to know this man if I don't know him? Right. If I don't know who he is correctly. I know just a version. And I, we shared this with you guys that recently, like, oh, it's been a few months now. The Lord just told me. He's like, you have to stop reading scripture for answers. He's yeah. like, just read it to know me. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like, dang. And it really convicted me because I was like, you know what? When you are in a relationship with someone and you never ask them, 
hey, tell me about yourself. Mm. You know, like what makes you you? Yeah. You know, mm. I would be like, we're not good friends then. You know, right. yeah. and I was thinking, I was like, I've never said that to the Lord. I've never said like, hey, tell me about you. Mm. Like, what do you want? Like, yeah. like you'll have the moments of like, speak to me what you want to speak, yeah. but never like. Tell me about you. Like, wow. what do I need to know about you? Wow. You know? Wow. And that's what, and I remember reading that right there where he said, like, for Paul, it was just to know him. Like, mm. his goal was to know the Father. And so I feel him. like we skip that part because in the Western culture, we're so consumer-minded. We're so money-hungry yeah. that it's like, let's skip this part because this part gets me results. This part gets me numbers. This part gets me money, gets me followers. Like, so we're just going to make him known, but I truly don't even know him. And I don't even truly know how to teach people the scripture correctly, but I can fake it till I make it, you know, I can make it yeah. look good. Yeah. And so I feel like that's what Brad always says. He says that he truly believes the number one problem in America right now for the church is Bible illiteracy. Yes. And the more and more we dive into this context, I'm like, this is a hundred percent true. Even in my life proven to be true for my life, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. That's all wow. I have to say about that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean, I just I think it all comes down to the to the simple fact. I, and I fall short all the time if I can throw myself under the bus. Me too, bro. I, I want to be in a position where I feel like, man, you know, I've come a long way, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm ready to walk in <clears throat> what it is that you have for me, but I feel like even by stating that I'm not ready for for what he has, you know, and and I have to I have to recalibrate, if you will, myself all the time because it's like, man, I'll and and you want to celebrate with people that are being elevated, you know, and all this stuff, but it's like you find yourself going, man, why not me? But I still look back at everything that we do reflects back to Jesus and the disciples. If you want, you know, Paul even said, "Follow me as I follow Christ," and when Jesus came in with the bowl, with the water and the towel to wash his disciples' feet. And they they sit there and they were like, no, you're not washing my feet. Like, we're going to wash yours, you know. And and Jesus was literally, I'm not, I'm going to wash your feet. Like, you're going to let me do this. Yeah. And Jesus was empowering them in that moment to receive a blessing, not only be a blessing, he was teaching them to be a blessing, yeah. but he was also teaching them how to receive yeah, a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so he's literally teaching us what it means to be a leader is you're, you're taking these people that you're responsible for, and not only are you teaching, but you're washing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest picture yeah. for me yeah, is if, if I'm a leader, if I find myself, if you're watching this podcast and you find yourself in a position as a leader, there are literally people following you. There are people that work for you, anything like that. How often are you washing their feet? Mm. Yeah, that's wow. good. Well, I even wow. got a picture of the, uh, of course, everything for the conference was a lot about Rome, yeah. Rome customs, yeah. everything about Rome that you could think of. <laughs> and ultimately what Rome was is they would take away others' dignity because it empowered their own. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so there were prisoners of war that they paraded okay. through the city. So their women were nothing. They had so many slaves, you know, all these yeah. different things. Like they stole, they took the dignity of others yeah. so that they were elevated. Exactly. But Christ calls us to do the exact mm-hmm. opposite yeah. that we have only humility, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not all the time, but that's what we're 
striving for, like yeah. what Paul said. Yeah. But, you know, whenever we watch Jesus, whenever we read about Jesus, all he did was humble, humble things. Yeah. And he loved and he washed his disciples' feet. Yeah. And it, it was just the complete opposite. So anything that the world tells us, really, we should just just flip it over. Exactly. That's probably yeah. how we're supposed to do it. it. Yeah. yeah. La la la. Well, it, yeah. You, I think you, it stands. The question has to be asked as, as those of us that are followers of Christ, how often are we acting more like Romans than we are followers of Christ? <laughs> What's something oh. we figured out are, April? Are you America's tearing, Rome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, are you tearing people down? Because the Roman <laughs> order only was able to stand for as long as it was because of the classes. Exactly. Right. The yeah. upper class treated the lower class like trash. Mm -hmm. And the only way, the reason why Jesus was so dangerous is because he was empowering lower classes of people to believe that they have a future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what happens when huh. we think that we're like, we think that we're in classes that are on different levels than other people. I mean, you can't say, I'll, I'll be the first one to throw myself under the bus. I've really, there have been times that I'm like, well, why then? Like, I'm just as good of a communicator sure, as they yeah, are, sure. or some. But Jesus came to abolish, abolish that. classes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is nobody that yes. you know. He is no respecter of persons. Mm -hmm. You know, we are all one in Christ, and that's yeah. what made it dangerous. Yeah. But I think when we are acting in the flesh too much, we're acting more like the Roman counterparts. We're acting more like the Gentiles that, that we've been mm -hmm. saved from. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah, exactly. why we get we get that type of like kind of your dangerous reaction from the church sometimes because mm -hmm. our whole goal is to help people understand there is no hierarchical system. Right. Yeah. Like Jesus came, yeah. so now mm -hmm. it is Jesus and it is everyone. Yeah. And But like today with the system that the church is set up on, it is like you have a king mm -hmm. and then from there flows everybody else. Yeah. And when you come in and you teach people like, hey, you actually don't need this person. You can go straight to Jesus yourself. You don't need this person for this. You can mm -hmm. go, you know, like Amen. it's like, it threatens that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why we've gotten the response we do. Yeah. But yeah. I, when you were, um, so we were touching on like, you know, leadership or, or not, but just like humbling ourselves for people and being mm -hmm. servants. Um, the Lord had recently shared with us, like maybe a year ago now that he told me, he was like, you need to start mm -hmm. looking for ways to inconvenience yourself to help other oh people. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And you should share yeah. your story of like, remember how like you were struggling with that? Like to want to, do things you didn't want to do for people and then like the Lord convicting you on it. Do you remember that? Um, we I tend mean, to forget yeah. that yeah. when the Lord comes no, down on us pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I, I, like, I kept volunteering us for stuff and you would get mad and, you know. Like, oh, I would too, yeah. bro. Yeah, okay. So, my my wife, I love her. So no, she, this is a great testimony. Yeah, no, no it's, it's great. Anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, I don't know. You, you got to explain it. You, you should you tell it. Yeah, because I'm just... <laughs> okay, so basically, like, um, you've met my parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. So giving, so loving. Oh, they will yes. do anything for you. So they mm -hmm. definitely passed that down to me because when someone asks me for something, I'm like, yep, we're doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so over, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I volunteered to babysit this weekend, you know, or something. Like, I would just tell them, like, hey, we're yeah. doing this this week, you know? Yeah. Or, hey, someone needs free video editing. Can you do it? You know? And then, mm -hmm. um, and so, and he, I mean, he has the option to say no, but like, he would just do it, I think, out of like a kind of a conviction or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I remember he just said that the Lord was really convicting him on like, mm. oh yeah, because the Lord mm -hmm. had told us. So, you know, like there's this whole like fad today with like the church that it's like, the, if you're not giving your tithe, like you're not giving, right? Oh yeah. That's and, but if you look at it in context in scripture, 
Like they didn't even give funds back in the day. Mm-hmm. They gave their crop. They gave yes. this, you know. So I really, we had really felt like the Lord told us we were going into a season of that our tithe was our gifts, mm-hmm. right? Like yes. that we were going to be doing things for people for free. Mm-hmm. That yeah. usually they'd pay us a lot of money for, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I and I remember Zach being kind of upset about it. Like because yes, video really editing is a lot. You guys, oh know, gosh, it's it takes really a long taxing, time. It's a lot of work. Process. Yeah, and ours is. Simple compared to what Zach does. Yeah, because Zach helped us with that. Zach is very, very talented. He takes a lot of time. He's a perfectionist in that. So, but um, he had just done like tons of videos for one of my clients for like free as a donation to the company. And, uh, and he was getting mad about it. And, and, uh, and he just said that, do you want to go from here? Do you not remember where you could share? I do, but you're, you're doing it. No, I want you to share. It's your experience. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Zach. Um, yeah, so you know, so I'm 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 like wrestling with this so bad because I'm like, man, I'm spending so much time on this, and so you know, and, and I'm not I'm not receiving nothing, just so mm-hmm. selfish, super super selfish. And then you know, um, you know, so every every time I I would I would you know take it to April, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, she would you know, she would always say, Zach, you know, r- remember, you know, um, the you know the Lord told us. Uh, uh, yeah, to, to 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 you know inconvenience ourselves, and yeah. for some reason that that like that never. I mean, it, it was kind of like like a quick fix, you know. what I mean, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. But like the very next day, I'm just like, oh, and so um, and so I, I like what exactly happened? Do you remember what I said to you, or or something? I remember you had said that he even told you that your excuse of introvertedness was also. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember the full story, so you, you're gonna have to finish it for me. Oh my God. Like, for like, yeah, real. yeah, you're doing oh good. Yeah. He's tired too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So he just like because he came. He just came to me one day like after he had been struggling with it for a while, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I just want to apologize to you because the Lord's really convicted me that I am." He just said, "I'm a terrible person." That's what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And he was like, "Because he's like, it's it's our job to live for other people, not for ourselves." Mm-hmm. And we're here with this opportunity to help people. And I'm just letting it go out the door because yeah. I have a bad attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he said that the Lord even told him that his excuse of being an introvert yeah, was, was also, also like mm-hmm. causing that to be an issue as well. It's like, yeah. well, I'm an introvert. I need my time alone, you yeah. know, or whatever. And he mm-hmm. does. Don't be wrong. If you're an introvert, you need your time alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was using it as an excuse. Yeah. And, uh, and then also, too, it was just kind of like a situation where, you know, it was just not pleasant sometimes. Like when Zach was done with something, you knew he was done, yeah. right? And then like, so I even had my parents mention it to me one time. They were oh, just kind yeah, of like, is, we can just tell when Zach wants us to leave the ha- your house. You know, like this was when we lived in Elk City. Yeah, and which I was, is so bad. Yeah, yeah. So, I told, so, bad. so I told Zach, I was like, hey, that's not okay. Like that's my parents, yeah, you know? And, yeah. and so, it was, so it was just the Lord working, but yeah. it was just so cool because like literally ever since then, I don't think he said no to anything I've ever asked him yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, y'all know me. I'm structured. Mm-hmm. So, like, I structure in rest time for us. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. a problem. It's not like we're overworked by any yeah, means, no, you know? Gotcha. So, no. so, but the fact that he, I don't know. I feel like since then, you've never said no to anything we've talked about. So, yeah. I mean, I might not <laughs> that's say it, but I feel it. Yeah. But no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no that, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. That's, but that's yeah. the kind of it's stuff like that I, I feel like yourself. this is what... This is what to me running the race is. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not so much like I'm going to get to this goal of I have a goal to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. It's more like sanctification, refining. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the moments you're winning the race. Right. Like yeah. when you give your life over Absolutely. to other people, yeah. when you 
do when you when you get rid of something crappy in you, you wow. know, that's yeah. I mean, that's when you're winning. Oh right. yeah. 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 Wow. It's it's it, it's always going against the flow. Yes. So we always. naturally we're selfish. We mm-hmm. naturally want to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally something that Aubrey and I deal with all the time. Yeah. And it, and then I realize like, wait, we're the fish that have to swim upstream. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. We can't just exactly. if we stop swimming, well, we're going yeah. back. Like, and it's so you know? it's so easy, you know, like because it's it's tiring, you know, to swim upstream. Yeah. Like if you really think about it, yeah. and especially yeah. I, I feel like as it's, as, as culture. You know, as and I, I don't swim actually. I don't. I don't even know why I'm saying this, but it looks tired. Yeah, he's like, I'm going. Maybe, maybe I'm there's somebody watching that swims a lot and they need to hear this. Yeah, but you know, so I'm just, I, I, I can just imagine, you know, this rushing river, and I, and I feel like culture is this. It isn't even a river. It's, it's a wave of just, you know, what I mean. So if you, if you just glance away from Christ, man, I'm, I, I find myself eating Twinkies again. You know, what I mean, it's, it's literally, it's ridiculous. Like just how quickly, you know. I laughed so loud. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny though. It's like, so, excuse. We were just talking about this on the way here, right? Like of how this is one way we know the Lord has asked us to swim upstream. Yeah. Is um with music. So because yeah. like so yeah. we've gotten so we were talking we were debriefing today at a conference and stuff, you know. And so I guess like a ton of people commented that they wanted us back, but nobody else because they felt Mm. like it was worshipful and not a performance. Right. And I told Zach, I was like, so a long time ago, the Lord literally, cause we were, you know, like on the verge of like trying to start looking at possibly trying to find labels to get signed to Mm -hmm. for help, you know, and stuff. And, but the Lord just like pressed it on us. Like, no, don't Mm -hmm. do it, you know? And we were just like, okay, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so along the way, you know, even then when you get these connections where it's a possibility, it's just like, he's just like, no. Yeah. And yep. I told Zach, I was like, I almost feel, cause these people that we, the other people that we worship this week are great and Fantastic. they love the Lord. They were phenomenal. But yeah. I think that it's something about the corruption of the industry. It's almost like it taints you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like the Lord is telling us like, you can't go in there. Because I need you to come up here and just mm-hmm. do something different. And not saying that they're not working yeah, well or they're yeah. not doing it, but the way he wants us to do it is mm-hmm. just up a different A little stream. bit upstream. Yeah. yeah. And something else that's like so amazing about y'all's music, I did not realize, which of course, whenever I listen to your songs, I'm like, dang. Like, this is so good. Like, you can tell the the prayer, the thought, yeah. the, the hours upon hours of just like spending time in the secret place. Yeah. That's how these songs were written. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you saying even that Bible, the, the conference from 2019, mm-hmm. that whenever y'all learned that from the Infusion Bible conference that we've been talking about, um, that's how a lot of your songs were written through yeah. that context of the scripture. Yes. Yeah. So there's yes. so much, even through songs, mm-hmm. right? Like Jesus mm-hmm. loves me, this I know, like that's that's great yeah <laughs> yeah but me 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 there's so yes. many christian songs that are like i feel so good well who cares if you feel good yeah. because feelings are fleeting so yeah. let's throw yeah. them away yeah. so and look at the facts yeah. and look at the truth jesus is the truth and so that's just something that like it does it does separate you guys from the group mm. of even worship leaders mm-hmm. worship yeah. songwriters whatever wow. whatever you want to call it yeah you know it's like it's a whole different thing and like it, the the beauty of you guys are swimming upstream while there are some other worship leaders that just aren't, sure. but they're doing really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's so a like, different it's, race. Yeah, yeah, again, I, I agree. I think because I, I used to be more like because I'm an eight, you know, black and white, like of just like nah, like there's this way and that's it, you know. But like and I've told you guys this story before when I always look at I just look at the story of Hosea. And I'm like, you know, today, if any yeah. young man came uh-huh. to their pastor and was like, 
this God's telling me to marry a prostitute. You know, yeah. they would be like, nope, that's not scriptural. You're yeah. unequally yoked. Yeah. But that's what he told them to do. And so that's why now when I look at stuff, like all at first, always judgmental. That's like my natural go-to, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'll judge it and I'm like, nope. And then I just feel the Holy Spirit being like, but what did I tell you? And I was yeah. just like, oh yeah, sorry. You know? And yeah. So- no. no, and it's, I think it's, I think it's great. Cause like, you know, cause one, one of the things that, that all of us learn this, this weekend, which like, it, it really spoke to me, like crucially was that, you know, so we're, we're all justified, you know, the exact same way, yeah. which is, which is through Christ, but our sanctification looks different. Yeah. And, and I think, oh, and I think, you know, so this, good. this scripture, like it, it literally, basically Paul is saying, you know, I run my race, mm. you know, and then you just said it, like other people are running, you know, their, their own races, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, yeah. it's this, the sanctification process looks so yes. different, different for all of us. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I think, you know, just learning, learning the context of, you know, who was Paul talking to, you know, why, you know, why did he say what he said, yes. how, you know, when mm-hmm. that, that kind of helps to put that into perspective, um, within our culture right now. And it's like, yeah, yeah man, like God is doing something different in, in Aubrey and Jordan, you know, mm-hmm. than he's doing, you know, but we, yeah. we still know Jesus. We're still, you know, running toward Jesus. And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm saying this too, like we, we still need to, you know, hold, hold each other, you know, accountable yes. as well. Like we can't just say, oh, well, you know, God's doing something. That's They're on a different race. race. Exactly. That's contextually correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, so we, we, you know, if, if, if there are, you know, certain things that, that Christ says, you know, do this, but Aubrey's not doing it. I'm going to approach him, you know, in love and grace. Mm-hmm. But I still have that, you know, in, in my mind of like, you know, the Lord's sanctifying him differently than he's sanctifying me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that context, it really just speaks to that for sure. So, And I just, I want to be encouraging to your listeners on when, like, when you start diving into context, right? Like, it's going to blow your mind and it's also going to make you feel mm-hmm. a little like, who am I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because like for so long you've believed something a certain way yeah. and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, what the heck, you mm-hmm. know? So you start to question things and you're like, oh my gosh. And, and just know it's a process. Cause like, you know, I appreciate you saying that about our songs, but we recently mm-hmm. just had to change the lyrics to one of our songs because mm-hmm. we're like, this is not contextually correct. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, so we yeah. like changed it. Yeah. I mean, it's on the CD, so we can't change that. But, you know, at least when we, we can change it. Yeah, yes. when we perform yes. it, we can change it. So, wow. but um, but yeah, I feel like it's just know like if you are if you feel the Lord calling you into this, mm-hmm. like it's gonna it's gonna be a journey, and you're gonna feel you're gonna question yourself a lot, but it's totally totally worth it. Um, and just know that we're all doing it together. So, Oh, that's so true. Thank you guys so much for coming on. This has literally been so fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for everybody that's listening, sorry that the, the video cut out toward the end of the podcast, but thank you so much for hanging in there with us. But in the section of the information on social media and on the YouTube page, we're going to put Brad's information from walking the text and also mm-hmm. dr randy yeah. so that you can check out their youtube channels and kind of follow along, along with what with we've been uh, talking Zach about and april's uh music from yeah a from to a to z, z. yeah also yeah. will be tagged in there so go support from a to z check out brad and walking the text and also dr randy one hour or one hour one book right yes. and um you won't be sorry that you, you did. will not regret it. Yeah. So thanks hands. again for joining us all. <laughs> we will see you right here next week at Peace of Authenticity. Yes. See you later. Bye.